Welcome to episode three of the Youngest Podcast, where we chat to cool people doing cool things. In this episode, we have a conversation with Aidan Tranter, who's one of the co-founders of Guard My Lease. It's a very insightful conversation. Aidan runs through what it's like to start up a business, uh, all the risks, all the rewards, how hard it is, what he's been up to lately, uh, and what he's going to be doing in the future, which is very exciting, very applicable to most people if you're in the, the renting situation. But he also shares a lot of insight into the resources he has used um, to shape his knowledge on startup businesses, along with a few, I guess, encouraging tips for people who, who are in a similar boat. Uh, so definitely tune in. Um, yeah, so we won't waste any more of your time and we'll get straight to the conversation. Alrighty, I'm here with Aidan James Tranter. How, James. How do I know your middle name? Is it's on it, Facebook. Oh, it's on Facebook. There we go. Name recognition. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I have my full name on Facebook. It just... Do you think that face- pe- people like won't find you? Um, uh, without your middle name? No, I, like if you Google Aiden Trainer, there's like no other Aiden Trainers. So I, I don't know. I just think I put it there and I haven't t- taken it back. Um, you know, like if someone wants to know my middle name, they can know my middle name. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I, uh, I'm all for it. I mean, James isn't yeah. really like embarrassing or anything. It's not like Hubert or Reginald or something really weird. <clears throat> How's How's your dinner? <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah? What is it? Made um, spring rolls. We um, made them from scratch, so, you know. Really? They're, um, yeah, so, in, like, you know, we get the bean sprouts, the, the capsicum, the, the chicken. We mince the chicken. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have some hoisin sauce in there, some soy oh, wow. sauce in there. And, you know, we roll them, you know, roll them like Cubans. That's a, yeah. that's a terrible joke. And, um <laughs> Spray them with some oil and then have them with some sweet chili sauce and they're delicious. They're great. Yeah. No soy sauce? No, we have soy sauce in there. Yeah. But I like just dipping them in um, sweet sweet chili sauce. Sweet chili. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Way to go. You sound a little bit American. Have you been chatting to a lot of Americans um, lately? I, I watch a lot of Seinfeld. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, I've been told that I, that I sound American. However, I, I don't know where it came from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do yeah. you watch what do you watch Seinfeld on? Um, I used to watch Seinfeld when I was at uni religiously. Yeah. Um, I have I don't watch Seinfeld now, um, but I used to just watch it religiously. Like I would my system for, for completing assignments because I hated doing assignments was I'd do an hour of the assignment and then I could watch two episodes. Oh, so it's so kind of like an incentive, like you know, like hour on forty minutes off watching Seinfeld and I kind of just rewatched it. Yeah. 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 We just started again, actually. It's on, it's on Stan, the Australian Netflix kind of thing. Stan's good. Yeah. We got, we managed to get my sister's login details off her. That's so, what we do. Yeah. Well, we actually get, we do the deal, but with Netflix. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I recently sent her our login details for Netflix, so I repaid the favor, but I feel like we watch a lot more TV than she does. Like that you're incriminating yourself on a podcast that you're planning to make public. Yes. Kind of, make, kind of makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, we might have to cut that out, but we'll see how we go. I'm pretty sure Netflix or Stan doesn't really have the time to look into this. Um, I actually think they um, posted a thing about how they don't really mind it. Oh, really? Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure they did a blog post about it. I mean, that's the whole point of, like, you can view it on several screens. Like, why why couldn't you share it with someone else? It's exactly. Um, let's get straight into it. So Go, go wild. Uh, where are you? You're, you're still currently in Townsville, hey? Oh, yeah, so let's go a little bit of history. So me and Aiden grew up together. We probably haven't seen each other's faces for, what, 10 years or heard each other each other's voices for that long as well. Yeah, um, you actually sound really different. Yeah, I got a Canadian wife. She has influenced me. Occasionally I say ours and it, like, surprises me. Hey? What, what, hey, what, hey, what'd you say? Hey? <laughs> hey? There you go, the classic Canadian joke. 
<laughs> have you actually been you've been over to the states and canada hey no i haven't actually okay um but we may be going in the future um yep. when i say we i mean um me and zane yep as in the company yep. so yeah yeah your business partner apparently yeah anyway so back to the we, me and aiden grew up together um i distinctly remember being a little ratbag teenager running around doing stuff as kids we learned to skateboard together we played remember that little batman and superman game we had on your super nintendo yes you were you were my only you were my only friend with a super nintendo so i remember that game you were like one of the coolest dudes you and you and nathan davis uh yes yes the ym guy yeah yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that game. That game was great. Yeah, oh, it was incredible. But we had to, I don't know whether it was your console or the actual cartridge, but we had to blow several times into the bottom of that thing to get it going. Oh, definitely. You had like some sort of like true. superstitious um, thing you had to do beforehand uh, if we had any hope of playing that game on that day. It was like, clap your hands twice and yeah. yell out, you know, Uchi Mama and then blow into the cartridge and quickly plug it in. It was something ridiculous. Yeah. Nintendo. <laughs> Good old Nintendo. Although, speaking about Nintendo, the Nintendo Switch is, I, I would say Nintendo Switch is going to be a game changer. I think all consoles now are going to do the exact same thing where you can have it docked yeah. when it turns into your console and then you can slide it out, bam, you have a handheld. Yeah. I think... Genius. I think Genius. PS... PS4 did it a little bit, right? With the is it the PS Vista? Yes, v- Vita. Yes, yeah, yeah. I have, I a little it, bit. Yeah, it, I, I never did it. Uh, but, but you have to be within range of the console oh, still. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. And so you can't. So you, so you couldn't be like going a plane with it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and the cool thing about the Switch is, it you slide it out, and you have two controllers. So if you're on a plane with someone. With one Switch, you can be playing Mario Kart with someone. It's really cool. Yeah, that's incredible. So you have a Switch? No, Zane does. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, so when we went on a business trip, I, I found out all the good the good things about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, our, our last guest, uh, Nick Troton, who if you listen to the podcast, you would have listened to that as well. Or maybe you didn't, and I don't really care. But he just got a Switch. I, do, um, I, haven't, I haven't had a chance yet, no. Hey, that I'm not trying to get up you don't worry um but he he swears by it he swears by it. he he's a massive fan of it and i've heard quite a few people you know you know javid stare right yeah man yeah so he you know he does his like good blood channel on youtube yep. and yep. the punch kids where they play games and stuff so they've recently been been doing zelda um the new zelda game on the switch um and it's pretty much convinced me, but I just bought a PS4, so it's like one oh. of those. It's one of those things. I I do enjoy the PS4. Playing Battlefield with my brother is probably the main reason I buy consoles is just to play with him. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and I, as far as I know, you can't do that with Zelda. Like you can't multiplayer, can you? No, I don't think so. Don't think so. It's not quite Elder Scrolls. No, but I, it looks pretty good from what I've seen of, of Zelda. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't um, play play video games. I, I don't even remember the last time I've played a video game. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty depressing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> times have changed, my friend. Times have yeah. changed. Yeah. So yeah, so me, me and Aiden grew up together. Um, we haven't talked in probably 10 years. In that time, we've both gotten married. Um, you several years before I did. I think we're this December will be seven or six years. Seven, wow, yeah, that's crazy. We're we're coming up to three, I think, in in August. Bam, nice work. Yeah, same to you. Um, yeah. So, let's get right to it. So, what what the hell do you do? <laughs> well, essentially, um, essentially, if if I had to put a title to it, I'd probably say, you know, I'm. Um, yeah. What is your title? What is Aiden Trainer? Uh, uh, technically, it's um, it would be that I'm a director of a company, um, okay, but yep. basically, I, I 
I, I go with the t- title co-founder. Yeah. So yep. pretty much, I'll give you the pitch in 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 um in a few in a sentence or two. Um, I met I met Zane. Sorry about that. That was my phone. That's great. Um, right? I, I met Zane when he was he was he actually was my landlord, and I met him that way. And wow. um, he was a programmer, you know, but working for the family business. But you know, he spent most of his time programming. And um, we just started doing little projects together. And um, yeah. turns out that he used to be a lawyer. And everybody, you know, he didn't like, I guess, being a lawyer. So he, he switched careers. And um, we kind of just started a company together and um, didn't really have any idea of what we were going to do. And we kind of just did little odd jobs. Um, and then, you know, we tried to launch a platform and we learned a lot about how not to launch a in, in, an internet business and, and what not to do and all those kind of good things. And that was a good 18 month lesson that we learned. And then, um, we've recently just, um, been working on a project called God, my lease, yeah. um, which is, which is pretty much, you know, it started as a pain point as me where, you know, you, when you move into a rental place, you get, you, you do an entry condition report. And um, you basically go around and take photos of everything when you, if you're a proactive tenant. So when the end of the lease comes up, if there's any problems, you go, well, I've actually got the evidence here. Yeah. And so I had done that, but I uh, turned out I lost or upgraded my phone four years after I'd taken those photos. Which, so which, which everyone does. Like yeah. that, my, my wife, Cal, she even, she's taken pictures, you know, upon first inspection of a house. But it's almost... Um, inevitable that you would change Lose phone. Them. Yeah, well, you That's change exactly phone right. like every two years at the moment, right? So That's exactly right. And I mean, there's ways that, you know, if you use iCloud or, you know, Google Drive to back up your stuff, you're all good. But I don't pay for any of those services. So, yeah. So I lost them. And I was like, man, it would be sweet if I could simply get, uh, um, if I could take the photos on a phone and then just get a report, PDF and a zip of all the files emailed to me and I'll just live in my email box because yeah. it, it, that never gets deleted. That's and right. so um, Zane, Zane's the mobile, or Zane's the iPhone developer. Okay. And so he kind of quickly, you know, did up a version. I did the back end and we quickly, you know, pushed it out. This was, it would have been late. This would have been late December, just before Christmas holidays. Of we last year? Yeah, of last year. Really? I, yeah. So we, I thought it was even longer than that because I downloaded the app because you, you did a little Facebook post thing and I still see those. So I quickly downloaded it. And before I even opened the thing, you, you had messaged me saying, what do you think of the app? Huh. Um, which I was very... It may, been, it may have been late November, maybe. Yeah, okay. But it was around November, December that we launched the, yeah. the, the, the very basic um, app, which was for Apple only. Um, yeah. And at that stage, we were kind of like, we'll give one one set away for free and then we'll charge customers, you know, like $4 to do it. And yeah. um, but what we found was, you know, people really liked it, but they, you know, we had a few people buying into it, yeah. but it was just to reach the grand mass that we'd need was quite difficult. So we were like, yeah. we, need, we know there's something here, so let's, we'll, we'll flick we we know that everyone that we've talked to says uh, we we really dislike agents and agents are always out to screw us. So we're like, well, hey, hang on, let's go get the start. Let's go get the the story from the side of the agents. Okay. And um, their story was pretty much similar to the tenants. You know, they don't want to have to spend money when the end of lease. So it turns out they actually take photos as well before um, yeah, that's before, right. before before a lease. And so. A lot of a lot of um, real estate agents nowadays have have apps that allow you to go do take photos and then it will print out an entry condition report that you give to the tenant and then the tenant can fill in their side and they can see all the photos there. And so we're like, that's pretty cool, except for the fact that you still have to print it out and give it to a tenant and then the tenant has to write on it and then the tenant can't add to those photos really unless he takes his own, prints them, taxes onto it, signs it, and then hands it to you. So, which, we, we, which no one in the history of Rent, yeah, renting has so, ever done that. So we so we went around and talked to a bunch of um. We went around and talked to as many agents as we could, and we're like, "What do you think of this? What do you think of this idea? If we we connect tenants and agents so they can kind of collaborate together yep. to take the entry condition report photos, and then at the end of it, they can digitally sign it, 
you know, you can have multiple tenants. It's on Android. It's, I'm actually publishing it on Android this weekend. Um, and it's on the web and it's on the iPhone now. Yep. And so at, at the end state is you don't have paper. It's just the, the exact same entry condition report, 100% filled in with all the photos, with a link to the zip folder of photos, including the signature of the agents and any of the tenants that have done it. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like a very verbose but way easier way to complete an entry condition report. And it's actually readable. Um, yes, yes. You know, that's one of the big pain points that we found both tenant and agent had was I, I really have trouble reading this and then I have to scan it in. But if, if it's all done via an app and it's just saved in a PDF, you just have to save the PDF. You don't have to print it. And, yeah, 100%. Um, so, so tenants have been, I mean, agents have been really, really, um, really keen on this and we're like, crap, we have to quickly, quickly build this and, um, so we've been like working crazy hours for the last three weeks getting it ready, but we're finally next week will be the the big week when we start our pilot program, and um, okay. we get a bunch of agents on board and we start we start trialing it. So so what what um, agents what agents have you got? Can you say that? Um, yeah, we got we've got like we've basically targeted small um, self owned agencies. Um, so you know okay, we yeah. have the small like rural yeah. like rural ones that like manage a yeah, certain not, not area. So much, not, not so much rural, but just not owned by like a franchise such as Ray White and whatnot. But yeah, okay, yeah. So so for our, so we have we have about um, we have about ten agents that want to be on the pilot plan now. Um, Three of them are like small ones, but they have about 500 properties that they manage collectively okay. together. Yep. Um, got a Ray White that that um, is going to start trialing it, and they're very keen to trial it because they are really sick of um, tenant writings and tenant disputes. Yeah, and yep. Um, we've got a bunch of um, agents from South Africa who who also want to be on the pilot program. As as odd as that sounds, um, that's really um, cool. How the how the hell did you get to South Africa? Um, I, I don't know. Um, it got basically. Um, so we launched on Product Hunt with just the tenants, and that got us some a small amount of PR, and that got us a bunch sorry, of users. Sorry, from explain our, that. What was that? You launched on what? So Product Hunt is like Product Hunt. ProductHunt dot com. If you go there, basically, okay. Um, it's it's like where new products can launch and get and get users and get feedback from people. Okay, and yes. so. A lot of like, you know, even Google launches their products there nowadays. Um, and they've just actually been acquired by another startup. So, but they, they're, they're staying to their what they do and they basically just help early stage startups get traction and, and publicity. Okay. And so we launched there and, and we're on the front page for a little bit and that got us a bunch of users from around the world. Prior to that, believe it or not, we actually had it called savemybond.com. Um, okay. And, and that domain actually still works, but it, it, it'll die soon. But the reason why I got changed to um, guard my lease was because everyone else in the world don't know, don't use the word bond. They, bond, use, yeah. they use security deposit or lease. So yeah, yeah. kind of like rushed around to our friends and family who we knew that were around the world. And we kind of, you know, yeah, UK, Canada, US, South Africa, um, Ukraine, um, uh, we got New Zealand, you know, like we got, we basically went through every country that we had friends or connections with and made sure all our terminology matched it and yeah, that wow. the was actually a problem there. That's and a, so that's a big task just in yeah, itself. Yeah, it, it, it took a long time and, and it was, yeah. and you, you have to, you have to be up ridiculously weird times to be able yeah, to get to on. to actually have the conversations. To have the right, because you want to. You want to have a really organic conversation to get the terms. You don't want to feed them the terms. Yeah, you basically right. kind of give them crumbs and then hear what they say. Yeah. Um, because basically, in the end of it, you want a product that people love. Um, That's right. And so it's it's a difficult thing to do. And, and we still don't know if it if it's if it's something that people will love, but we know that people want it. And so next week, well, I guess we'll find out how it goes. And um, I'm really keen and I'm really excited. And I, and I know it solves a really big problem. Um, and I know that it's a problem everywhere. So, But we're focusing on Queensland first. And yep. so Queensland's nice and easy. And it's it's kind of ironic. Um, Queensland is probably the most regulated state when it comes to um, entry condition reports. Um, you have to have an approved entry condition report. 
Um, you have to have all these things like uh, the legislation's very interpretable for different for different words. So I feel, I you know, feel like Queensland's just always <laughs> always gnarlier than any other uh-huh. state when it comes to anything. Yeah, so we you know we had to go to a lawyer and check check some things out to make sure that we were doing the correct things and what our what our risks and liabilities did, would did be. You, a thing. Did you go to Zane? No, so we went to an. We went to, I mean, Zane's really good counsel, and he used to be a commercial lawyer. But okay. um, we went to a lawyer that is practicing, so we okay, could get yeah. um, a sign off, uh, like the proper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was really good, getting that advice and getting that help, and and so um, I'm really excited. I think I know that the the agents are really excited, and I know that the tenants are really excited because. Um, at the end of the day, we're gonna we're we're, we're changing the way we sell, so um, we're just yeah. get it, giving it to fr- we're giving it to tenants for free forever. Um, yeah. When I say forever, that's probably got an asterisk next to it, seeing yeah. forever yeah. is fine. Um, but you know, giving it <laughs> giving it to tenants for for free for now, and and um, having agents pay, and when an agent signs up and connects with a tenant, the tenant will get an email or a text message saying, "Hey." If you want to do the entry condition report via the web, iPhone or Android, jump onto this link. Here's your username and password. Here's all the photos I've taken. You can flag anything you disagree with. You can add any images you want. You can add any comments you want. You can flag anything you want. You sign your life away, and then it will send send it back to the agent to confirm. They sign it then, and then there's a complete entry condition report that's printable for both parties, including the owner. And so... Um, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy, right? That this hasn't been, been done reality yet. I mean, being something that literally, I mean, in our generation, uh, what I'd, I'm throwing a statistic out there, but what ten percent of our our age type people don't they're renting. They're not. They don't own houses. That's exactly right. So everyone's in this position, but they just, I guess, they just trust that it'll be fine. Um, but now you can actually know uh, through something like this application. But um, that's really cool, man. It's very exciting. Yeah, I'm really keen, and um, yeah, me, me and Zane are, are a really good team. We um, we work well together. And so, um, so what's what's his journey? So he went from a a lawyer, a commercial lawyer, to a landlord to an app developer. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's so, quite the uh, the broad. Uh, job descriptions well you know what they say people are changing careers all the time and i think i think being a programmer or knowing at least how to program is is quite a a good skill to have especially yeah, very with adaptable auto, or, especially with automation coming our way yeah um so yeah i i think it's i i think programming is a really good field to get into but it can also be a really annoying field i, I mean startups you know nine out of ten of them fail um, you, you told me that actually i came to you my friend had I, once again i'm not sure if i should be saying this but my friend <laughs> had an idea of so in australia we have gumtree in america uh, and canada i presume as well they have craigslist um, but he had an idea that rather than uh, selling stuff through like a i guess a, it's kind of a community it, it's like a buy and sell type thing like a second hand used item sell thing instead of cash converters obviously everyone knows what it is but uh instead of selling it completely you rent it out to people um yeah joke- i've actually had i actually had a um there's a dude here in on the startup weekend that had the same idea oh really i'll have to i'll have to tell joe that joe prudo came up with that idea as far as he knew um well, this is this is the funny thing, and this is, um, you know, this isn't. I wouldn't call it advice, but I'd call it passing on a message from one of the best um, accelerators and in investment firms in um, in the world, who's done Airbnb and Dropbox and Reddit and all those places. I want to know more about this, but yeah, keep pretty, going. Pretty, pretty much, um, pretty much, ideas are um, are, um, are worthless, and and a lot of people really hate hearing that because they think their idea is going to be a really special thing and they can't tell anyone. But the thing is, if you can't tell anyone, then how are you going to get customers? And so yeah. we have these people who go, and, and this is the lesson we learn 
you, you, you think you have a really good idea and you can't tell anyone, so you go away and you build it for ages and then you launch and you find out no one wants to use it. Yeah, no one's heard so, of it. No one yeah, has and a so desire what, to use so, it. So what y, Combinators is, y Combinator is the startup accelerator that I'm mentioning is um, pretty much every idea they've seen. It's, it's all about execution and it's all about how you execute and how fast you can execute and how fast you can get to the market. Okay, so, yeah. um, so, 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 so where, about, where, where is that company based? They're, they're in California. So Cali, they're in yeah. San Fran, they're in Mountain View, California. Okay. Um, and yeah, they've done, they basically take startups twice a year, about a hundred startups twice a year. And they basically invest $120,000 for 7% equity. And they basically yeah. just try and help them grow really fast. Yeah. Um, they're the people who do Hacker News, if you've heard of Hacker News, yes, which is yes. kind of like yeah. um, the nerds version of Reddit, yeah. which, you know, I check way too much. But um, <laughs> Y Combinator's done, that's Y Combinator's, they, that's their thing. Yeah. And so um, their advice is really good. In fact, there's there's a really good clip where basically, and then he's, it's, um, it's the CEO, Michael Sabell, I believe it's pronounced. And he basically states that... Um, you know, everyone's always going. Oh, I've got a, I've got a great idea. I've got to get investment so I can build it, and it's going to take me six months. And um, his argument is, the cost of building tech nowadays is basically rent and food. And yeah. so, what you want to do is you want to get something into your customers' hands as soon as possible, and you want to get growth. And so, you want to launch something within a week. You want to launch something super fast, and every week you should be asking yourself. What am I launching this week? And every week, you should also be asking yourself, what's my riskiest assumption? Because your riskiest assumption could be, I don't know if people are going to use this. And so to rule that out, you might draw up some sketches and go out to the street and go, hey, you're my target audience. What do you think of this? And so for us, that was going to agents and going, yeah. what if this was electronic? What if we had this app, which we can show you, but what if you could connect in as well? And it was locked for them. And then at the end of it, you could sign it and then it would be and, – and basically it's just a stage of validation. Yeah, and, he yeah, argues right. that, and he argues that um, the best investors don't invest because they like you. They invest in you because they fear you. And um, fear is yeah, a great they, motivator. And they want to be a know? part of it rather than being yeah, against it. They, they, they don't, they're fearful that if they don't invest – yeah, you'll take off and, and they'll miss out they, on making some money. They'll have regrets that so, they weren't a part of it. How how did exactly. you go? Like you just you just kind of referenced going to agencies and and that type of stuff. How did you go personally? Like that's quite an so, intimidating thing, being that you and Zane yeah. have brewed up this this idea and you've kind of hit the ground running with it all. But as any any inventor or, or someone who comes up with an idea that like you said before usually goes and hides away in a closet and develops it for years um how did you feel going and talking to people like that's that's a very vulnerable place to be because they could be like hey that's you know that's a load of crap i want nothing to do with it did you feel like this like this like the fear of people knocking you back um, or did you just believe in it so much that it was like, yeah, this is freaking awesome. It's going to happen. Well, I think, I think it, it, it's a really good question. Um, and I think, you know, that the statistic, give me two seconds. I just got to reply to, um, um, Zane. Oh, that's, okay. That's, don't worry. No, no, no. no. Good. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. He's, <laughs> he's already, he's already, um, he's already done it. Is um, is this in relation to launching the? No, no, no. Okay, we're just, okay. We're just he just asked me a question on chat. So, the question that you asked was, um, how did you overcome the initial fear of trying to get validation from agents? Yes. And yes. so, um, because a lot of people would just stay away and and just build it and then try and do it. And That's so, right. yeah. I, think, I think the biggest problem is you're going to have to cross that bridge eventually, right? Yeah. And so. You take the statistic of nine out of ten startups fail, and so if you look at that factually, you shouldn't do a startup. Like it's a terrible idea doing yeah. a startup. Like asking my wife, she hates it. You know, like I do sixty 
hour weeks. Like I'm up late at night. I do ridiculous yeah. hours. You know, I stay up to four so I can talk to people in, in different countries. It's, it's not great. I'm not getting paid a lot right now. You know, like yeah. the only income we have is from our consulting work. So it's, so the, the basic question is how do you do it? And I think, I think you have to have hustle and I, and you know, that word's <laughs> thrown, thrown around a lot, but I think, you know, there's always this, this pit, there's always this thing in your gut that's like, oh man, I don't want to do this. And so you go, you, you, you rationalize with yourself. And it's really funny because you go, oh, you know what? Instead of going to an agency, we'll just, we'll just ring them. And then you go ring them and you go, you know what? Instead of ringing them, we'll just email them. Yeah. And yeah. so what happens is you end up trying to do the thing that has the least amount of actual relationship, which is actually the complete opposite of what you need. You yeah. need a really intimate relationship with your first founders, with your early adopters, yeah. so you can understand that you're nailing the problem. And so that's we, that's that's already within you just saying that that's that's profound. I mean, our our generation definitely has that hurdle in front of them. I think majority of people have relationships over Facebook chat or whatever it is. Um, yeah. But the ability to call someone is a is far more relational. Uh, and you actually get to hear a voice and and then have a conversation. I mean, that's what this is as well. But then sitting in a room with someone, there's that, there's that. It's just a much bigger connection. Uh, and well, I guess anyone would agree with that. But I don't know why we just have this. I don't. Well, I, I don't want to do it. I, I think we have a fear of rejection, and I yeah. feel that um, you know a lot of people think that. Um, they they have the right to not be rejected and and they no one wants to be rejected you know you face it you don't want to be rejected and yeah. me and Zane actually got really down with um, you know like with with going in places and getting rejected and then we sat down with the marketer and the marketer basically said if you get a three percent convert conversion rate on cold emails that's extremely good. And so you look at that and you're like, holy shit, you're telling me that if I get three replies out of 100 emails, I'm doing well? That changes my perspective completely. Yeah, now that yeah. I know the benchmark, we can then find the best method of getting into contact, which turns out to be um, walking cold, walk, walking straight into an agency and being like, hey, can I speak to the property manager? Well, it shows, it shows, um, it shows a lot of initiative. It shows that you're serious about what you're doing. I think you always got to look from the other other side of the coin too. If you were, you know, running a business and then someone walked in and and actually said like I I have something that will benefit you and they walk into your place of work, into your office and said those words, you you can't help but listen. You'd be incredibly intrigued. If you get yeah. an email, it just gets lost. If you get a phone That's call, exactly it's right. like you play phone tag for a couple of days and it just fizzles out. That's exactly right. So going in and building these relationships is is a is a big part, and it's kind of it's kind of the flip side of of the tech community because a lot of tech people don't want to talk to people, but, <laughs> but then they go, oh, I want to build a really good product, and and you know, uh, uh, granted, there would be a bunch of companies out there that have um have created something, launched it on Hacker News or Product Hunt, and not had to deal with customers, but for us, for for our industry it's a very relationship based industry and it's a very face to face industry. And so, and, and I think the minority of companies are the ones that you don't have to really deal with customers face to face, but the ones that you do deal with customers face to face, you actually get a more intimate knowledge of why they like your product and why they enjoy using it, which means you can build it better for them because, yeah. you know, Sam Altman says, um, who, who's, who's, um, I think he's like the director of, of Y Combinator. He basically states that you're better off having a few people love your product than a lot of people like it. Um, okay, yeah. And so you really want to build something that people really love, even if it's a small niche, because that small niche could turn turn into a big market. Okay, and yeah. so, um, you know, like you listen to the stories about Airbnb and you think, holy crap, you know, like, the, that's huge. The, yeah. There's a big, there's a big thing that just seems to be, the biggest thing that seems to be, um, the biggest variable seems to not only be luck but hustle. You know, and, I, and I've always said that um, a massive variable in in the chances of of succeeding is luck. But if I continue to try, then I actually increase my odds 
of succeeding, right? Because yeah. over time, I, I'm increasing that that time period, which means I'm increasing the likelihood of of succeeding. So, I think you've just got to have, um, you know, they say you either got to be really intimate with your clients, or you've got to be solving a problem that you have personally, so you know exactly how to solve it. Yeah. And if you look at all the big startups, all the big companies that are big well, now, I'm, I'm, I'm they've on, done that. I'm on Y Combinator's website. It's just Y, like literally the letter Y Combinator.com. Yeah, that's, that's and exactly so, right. like they have a obviously they've just chosen a few of their um, highlights to have on the on the homepage. But obviously, there's there's Airbnb and Dropbox, which you reference. But there's there's thousands. Um, there is. I'll send like, you a link. Twice. Yeah. If you type in yclist.com, okay. you'll get a list of every company that YC's done and its status, whether it's um, been acquired, whether it's dead, whether it's yeah. um, what year it was done. You can filter it. Uh, okay. Yeah. So there's an actual there's like 900, chronological. 963 um, companies. Yeah. Well, like even so, from the homepage, like there's Twitch, which is obviously a. Yep, a, Justin TV, a, a game streaming service. Um, yep, com- which has given YouTube a run for its. Uh, well, I guess they did it first. YouTube was it YouTube Red? I, I'm rusty yeah. on you. Yeah, that's kind of what that was their their answer to Twitch. But uh, Stripe, which is often used here in Australia, it's like a, I guess like a payment receiving application or whatever. We're currently yeah, stripes amazing. stripes massive yeah yeah it's huge um yeah so obviously there's plenty there so yeah if you wanted to check out that entire list uh like aiden said it's the literally the letters y c list.com yeah man one, there's, one there's more heaps more, on here one one more point before i move on i am um, a big part <laughs> of well, a big part of I, I go into these rants, but this will be the last part about this, and then you can ask the next question. A big part of being able to go into an agency or go into you know cold walking in somewhere, yeah, I think is having a really good founder. Um, okay. You know, the statistics for for solo founders succeeding are very low. Um, not saying that you shouldn't pursue something if you're a solo founder, but the statistics are against you, and so. You know, like I rely on Zane an extreme amount when it comes to um, you know, courage yeah. and walking in somewhere and, yeah. um, and being so, able so to present what, what would you rely on? So like you, you reference Zane, but what what of his uh... I think it's it's I think it's kinda of like, you know, when when um when I don't want to walk in it, you know, it's kinda of like having a PT at the gym. But we're both we're both each other's PTs, so we are yeah, always okay. constantly push, pushing each other, yeah. and we don't want to let each other down, right? So yeah. there's this constant, um, you know, this constant pushing and helping and and um, and helping them achieve. Because at the end of the day, it's both of your company, so you both want it to succeed. And yeah. so you know, some sometimes I don't want to walk in, and he's like, you know, we got to walk in. Let's you know, like let's yeah, pump yeah, some J's, right. get pumped up, and walked in. Yeah. Um, and other days it's the opposite. But um, at the end of the day, we we've always just bitten the bullet, and I think I think that's a big thing. You just have to to um you just have to accept the fear, and at the end of the day, you have to accept that the worst outcome that could happen is you don't get to talk to someone, and is that really a bad outcome? No, it's just an, a socially well, awkward that's, one. That's the same for staying and, and not even trying to walk in. That's the same that's result. exactly right. Yeah, so you're not going to actually and lose that, anything. And that's why a lot of people don't launch because if they don't launch, they don't know they won't fail, so there's still a chance that they could succeed rather than finding out. So the idea is you want to fail fast. You yeah. want to validate fast. You want to, you know, like some companies in Y, y Combinator go through 10 ideas in the three months that they're there and a week before demo day to the investors, they quickly write up a new idea and then bam, yeah. they get product market fit. For example, Code Academy, they got like 300,000 people after writing something in the last week. They, they just nailed it, you know, yeah. like... Well, um, because they're willing to fail on every other idea. Exactly right. And you've yeah. got to accept and you've got to know when to move on. And, and that's why you've always got to be asking yourself, what's the riskiest assumption that I know that, yeah. that I have right now for this company? Yeah, that's right. And that, cha- that changes week to week because ideally you want to rule that assumption out as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, very, so, so yeah. that's very so, true. I mean, we, 
Kels and I, I, I haven't even caught about caught up about what we're doing, but um, Kels and I are running a Instagram management business for like for companies who don't have the time to to run an Instagram. Like it's the last thing they think That's of, great. and it's it's the you know to to gen, I mean generally speaking, older business owners don't even recognize it as something worth doing, but people then you know that's obviously a, a, a place where they they get marketed to quite a lot um, but they don't have the time to take a picture because they're the ones that are worrying about everything else that makes that business run so that's exactly right. yeah so Kels, Kels actually went full-time two days ago um, doing scary. That. yeah it's super scary like she could a you know her job as a barista great great wage great people uh, you know quite a quite a lot of work it's a high intense environment doing doing hospitality but she, she's done that for you know her entire work life so it's very uncomfortable for her um but the good thing about that is is she knows how to talk to people yeah she does and that's something like i i grew up i guess my first job was in hospitality but then i've worked in retail and all that type of stuff too so talking to people doesn't even bother me i mean that's why naturally it's you know starting a podcast it's a little bit daunting it's a little bit scary i mean i still overthink everything i say when we when we hit record but it's just talking to people and that's what something we wanted to do i mean for instance chatting with you now is something i would never have done um without the motivation of having a podcast but i'm just selfishly stoked that we get to catch up Totally. No, it's, it's actually really good. I haven't, you know, touched <laughs> up with you for ages. And, um, you know, I can actually do a pop shove it now. It's super exciting. Yeah, you did tell me that. Yeah, Dude. I haven't skated in a long time, but um, I got that pop shove it down and I was pretty happy about you, it. Did you make, did you get a longboard as your main form of transport? No, no, I had a little, what are those little boards called? Uh, I guess we, we call them cruiser boards. Yeah, it was a little board, but I would basically, because I lived probably like two kilometers away from my parents, okay, I would just yeah. skate on that little board um, to my parents. But I got a proper deck. It's, um, I forget the brand of it. Um, it's just in the background. Oh, man, can you see that awesome painting? Of the cat? No. Yeah, yeah man, check that out. That's, that's Kramer, but with my cat's yeah. head. <laughs> my, a, friend, a friend at work, he actually has Kramer, like the official painting. Uh, on his wall that's incredible i'll take your photo and send it to you that would be that would be phenomenal we yeah. we kels and i love cats cats is a, yeah. we, a weird we thing have, weird we have thing two for us. we have two bengals so okay. yeah we love, we love it yeah incredible um crazy man so there's a lot happening yeah it's um it's it's tiring <laughs> So, um, I can imagine. Good. Well, thanks for it's... thanks for time to, taking the time to actually chat to us. One question. Yeah, no. One question I did have is so, so why Combinator? Yes. Now, what's your relationship with them? Have they've actually come on board with you? No, no, no. It's, okay. Um, so they're actually running this thing called. So the first reason why I got into Y Combinator. Yeah. Um, was a guy called Paul Graham, and he's the guy who started. Um, he, he's the guy who started. Um, he started Y Combinator, and basically, I don't okay. know how I found it, but he he's written some essays, and I've just linked you to these essays. And dude, this and basically, is this is the oldest looking website I've seen in probably five years. This guy's like Aiden. You Aiden, pick, Aiden just sent me paulgraham.com if you did want to look it up. And um, I would highly recommend having a having a read of his essays. Okay. And so this that essay I just sent you then is called "Great Hackers." Okay. Um, and when he says hackers, he means it in the true sense of the word. You know, curiosity and yeah. and uh, yeah. clever clever curiosity. And so you know, he wrote that in two thousand and four, and I think I picked up on Paul Graham around the age of sixteen, seventeen. And I just got pretty addicted to his his essays, and um, I didn't even know he had something to do with Y Combinator. But then eventually, I found out about Hacker News, yeah. and so um, if there's anyone that's listening to this that's keen on getting into startups, it's I would read every single essay from Paul Graham because he is he is by far 
the best person to get advice from about startups. Now he doesn't um, he doesn't like advise many startups now. He's actually retired, okay. but his essays his essays are his essays are gold. Like I okay. used to read. I used to read this the, that one that I linked you great hackers. I used to read that on a daily basis. Um, yeah, wow. And it was just like I, I know something. It's just the way the passion that he had about it, and the passion that and you know the way that he thought and the way that he saw problems was just so attractive to me. And so that's how I got into Y Combinator. And um, the, that when I say got in, I just mean like. Um, you know, started reading Hackers and started following them as a company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, they're actually running. You know, I'd love to do their their. Would love to go. Me and Zane would love to go do their um, three month intensive where we move over to San Francisco for three months. But we're not looking at doing that just yet. But they started a um, an online version of that. Okay. Um, yeah. And so they actually had way so many people applying. Only three percent of um, companies got in. Um, but we were one of them and it's been, we're that's, on like, that's incredible, man. We're in like week eight and it's, they've, um, they, you know, our mentor is really good. He's an awesome guy. He, he's gone through Y Combinator twice. He's running a company and in, in the Bay area and, um, just it's, it's really good being able to have, you know, these connections and introductions and, and, and getting mentors. Um, yeah, I yeah. really think, you know, having, you know, startups can be a lonely world, um, especially if you're a solo founder and it's, and it's really, it can be quite really hard mentally. Um, even yeah. if you're not a solo founder, it's really hard mentally. You know, some days you just don't want to keep going. And, and so the idea is you want to keep, you know, like they say um, startups don't die, they just fade away. And so you'll want to keep, mo- you'll want to keep mo- momentum as, as much as possible, which means, you know, you want to keep growing as fast as possible. You want to keep talking to people. You want to keep building. You want to release. You want to keep, you know, yeah, it's a yeah. busy world. But uh, I would definitely, if you're you're into it, read every essay from Paul Graham and follow him on Twitter. He's, he's you know, he's um he's got some good stuff to say. And and he, I would say he's probably one of the biggest influences on, on, on how I um, would see companies to be run and whatnot um but yeah uh, i definitely would get into them and that's that's how i got into them but i I forget how i got into them because i started running linux when i was like 14 15 and so i guess i was on slash dot before it went to shit um and there was probably a there was probably a link on there to an essay and then i you know read the essay and was like damn this this is good legit yeah it's it's the day business (laughs) um, it's just crazy to me it's it's, it's really good it's literally on like a a website look like it's it's built by like linux or or dos even like it's it's just such a basic website but it's it's the content that obviously resonates with you more than the look and the aesthetics and which is which is which is a crazy thing for our generation to to gravitate towards that you're you're obviously a unique person to to sift through that and find that that's actually gold well the funny thing is you know like um we i think conventional wisdom you know you should always probably do the opposite of what you think you're meant to do (laughs) which is really funny because you know like you look at i'll give you a good example craigslist the website looks like shit right yeah yeah but it but it's running right it's the same as amazon have you looked at amazon yeah, Amazon, Amazon is liquid, right? It looks like it's from 10 years ago or 15 years ago. But everyone believes that they have to have a really polished thing, but yeah. it's, it doesn't matter about what it looks like. It's, it's got a it, function. What matters is if it completes the function and, and mm. the content is loved by the people. Yeah. And so someone asked him about his website, and he basically said, I've made it so you can look at it on mobile phones easily. You know, like I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to, you know, like I've written it with correct html um you know like i've written it really well yeah yeah but it just doesn't look aesthetic so yeah uh, yeah but i'd definitely get into reading that and you know maybe we'll uh maybe we'll go over to california one day but right now our focus is mainly just um getting getting agents on board in queensland and then yeah, once which, we get queensland we can is, move to another state that so, that ball's about to start rolling right that's exactly as right. of this weekend so that's exactly right so yeah it's um it's gonna you know that's they say that's when the real work starts so 
should be interesting. So what, what, what does your work look like once this weekend's over and it's launched? What are you uh, going to be doing? I want to talk to our customers as much as possible. So okay. I, I would hope that I talk to customers 80% of the time and I spend 20% of the time fixing, making the product what they want. Yeah. Um, it, it, that's if I had to you know, pick perfect ratios. Um, it may end up being, you know, 90%, 10%, but it, you know, it may get to the point where we need to, to go get capital to hire, hire more people if we're growing at, at a rate that we can't keep up with the demand. But, um, the workload will change as the number of clients change. So, you know, our first adopters, I want to be really involved in the process. I want to be, you know, like I want to be there. With you know, if I could follow them around when they're using it, you know, like with with the tenant app, um, before we decided, like just as we decided to make it agent compatible as well, I said, look, we've got to make sure tenants are happy with it. So I, I, I shadowed a tenant for three hours while while he used the app. Yeah, and wow. we found out That's... we found out all these little things that were like, oh wow, I didn't even I wouldn't even notice that, yeah, you know, like, yeah. and so we want we want to be as intimate as possible with with our early adopters so we can nail the product and make it so it's lovable and then we can start you know doing little hacks to 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 to, to make it grow faster because initially it, yeah. initially it will be linear you know we there's two of us we can go to we can maybe go to 10 agents a week but you know yeah. that's linear so we got to figure out a way to make that not linear and you know we've got some ideas but you know, I, I'll keep them close to my chest at this current point in time until <laughs> until so the, you should so you should you know, um how, so, how, how can someone, uh, say if someone's listening to this episode, how can they help? How can they help me? Yeah, or even benefit. Uh, so it's free just, for tenants. So okay. you can go to guardmylease.com yep. um, after this this weekend. So this weekend being the... Uh, yeah, know, well, it should be, it should be launched by the... The 29th, right? Well, where the web's already up, so you can actually yeah. use it on the web. You can use okay. it on iPhone, um, but Android, I'm actually publishing this weekend. So, at yeah. the end of this weekend, we'll have everything up and running. Um, yeah. But I mean, if you're a tenant, you can use it right now. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Even if even if you have an Android, you could just use the website and just it's mobile responsive, so you can okay. just use the website if you wanted to. But the app's coming out in uh, after this weekend. Yeah. Um, and so you can use it to protect yourself. Um, if you know an agent, oh man, that would be really good. My email's Aiden at guardmylease.com. <laughs> we'll, put, um, we'll put it in the podca- uh, podcast feel, description feel, too. Feel free to, to email me any details. I already have. We already have someone. We we've started uh, managing uh, uh, real estate agents Instagram for them. Um, so nice. we'll we'll definitely hit them up. We got a good relationship nice. with them. Nice. Um, so that'll be cool. Yeah, and so yeah, we're just looking for for people who want to basically, you know, either protect themselves and use it for free as tenants, or um, or or agents that are listening, or property managers, or owners that are that are self managing their houses that yeah, you know yeah. want a little bit more protection. And um, so yeah, that's 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 what we're after. We're after agents, and we're after tenants, and and you know, we're after the ability to talk to them easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so yeah, that's that's where we're at. Cool, man. And if someone did want to, like, do you have, like, an update page or anything like that, like a Facebook? So we have a Facebook page and we have a Twitter and we have a LinkedIn. Um, Currently, we haven't been updating them too much because we've kind of been busy busy building this. You've been doing Um, stuff, yeah. Yeah, but we we plan on doing a big update and a big press release um, once we've launched this and once once we're really happy with it, which will be probably Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and then, so if you, you know, if you go on Facebook, you can follow us at, you just search guard my lease. Otherwise you can go to guardmylease.com and we have links at the bottom to go to our social media pages. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and so, yeah, we have news there and, and that's where we kind of, you know, and that's, that's a really good place to chat with us as well. Cause you know, I'm always on Facebook. So if you want to yeah, chat with Yeah. Me, it's a good place to, um, you know, give feedback and you know, suggestions and, keen, and all that type of stuff. Keen to chat, you know? So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's where it's at. Cool, man. Well, awesome. it, was, it was good chatting yeah, to you. And yeah, it's been really good chatting to you. And you'll have to hook me up with a link and I'll, um, and I'll listen to how Canadian I sound. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably just normal. As it went on, I was like, yeah, that's just Aiden. I just forgot. Yeah. What I was saying to Kels before, before I called you is like, 
I, I actually don't know what your voice sounds like. I know what you <laughs> look like. I haven't forgotten that. But yeah. I just lost all reference of what you what you even sound like. So it's actually quite quite refreshing. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I just dyed my hair white as well. I, I see that. <laughs> yeah. What made you do that? Um, Sophie was um, Sophie's been talking about you know oh, it'd be sweet if you had white hair you know and just like nudging along talking about white hair for a long time and then she <laughs> you know her her mum dyes her hair yeah and yeah. so one night you know she's getting her hair dyed and Sophie's like you should you you know you should dye your hair white and I'm like what the hell let's do it let's do it well so yeah that's that's how it turned out and yeah I actually really like it so roll with it. Yeah, this, 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 <laughs> going. And you can see my whiteboard with all, I, all the tasks. I've been looking at that the all entire the, all time. The tasks, all the we'll, tasks um, we'll get a we'll get a photo from Aiden to post yeah, on the I'll, on the little blog post as well, so you can yeah, see that. <laughs> I'll, I'll send a photo of the cat as well as the board. Yes, but yes. Yeah, I so. need I need some photos, even just of yeah. your office, your aircon. Yeah, your cats, your cats would be good too. I'd love to love to oh, meet man, them. I, uh, Got a, got a, if you go to, if you search Aiden Trainer Flicker, yeah. Oh, actually, it's a terrible thing to search because you can find a photo of me without a shirt on. Oh, terrible. I, terrible. That, that was but, your, that was your profile picture for a while, I think. But there is a photo of my cat. You see it? There's two photos. You have both my cats. If you click that link, you'll see both my cats right at the top. Okay, hold on. It's just loading. So, All yeah. right, here we go. Man, I think Skype's, you, Skype's you, just draining my internet right now. Either that or Kels, Kels is watching Grey's Anatomy, so it could be that. Oh, Aaron, Grey's Anatomy, ter- terrible show, terrible <laughs> show. <laughs> Actually, reason... I've, I've never really watched it, so yeah, I can't judge too much. Yeah, there's a lot of drama, let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, dude, they're cute. So that's yeah, yeah. what the one on the chair is different to the, the one they're on the, both, I they're, guess, the couch. They're both? They're both Bengals, um, yeah. but they are very different. Um, okay. The one, the one that I mess with all the time is the one on the right. Okay. Um, it follows me everywhere. It always sleeps next to me when yeah. I'm working, and it, always, you know, I go to bed and it will come up and sleep on my lap. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it follows me around like like you wouldn't believe. We we have a we have a, a little kitten. I actually don't know what what type she is, but she's like a tricolor. Um, little kitten but she's five months old and she sleeps with us every night nice well we're actually getting a puppy really soon well that'll throw a uh, spanner in the works we're calling um we're calling it jpeg jpeg (laughs) yeah that's amazing you have to go through all the file formats just have an entire (laughs) farm of file formats that's incredible Anyway, we should probably wrap this up real quick. Um, definitely, definitely. It's been talk- good good talking to you, dude. Yeah, it's been great catching up, man. And like I said, in the podcast description, we'll link everything that Aiden and, and I have referenced so you can find everything, check everything out. Um, obviously, download Guard My Lease. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely. On the App Store, on the Web Store. Share it. Share us on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Aiden's, so see, so Aiden's see, doing so a... even just then I'm just I'm just hustling man I'm just hustling yeah, you know? that's it. it's, it's what I do it's what I do every day you hey know? I just... if someone does it it was worth the hustle it was worth it. even exactly, if that's... no one does it I'll do it let's let's just say three, that three percent that's all I'm going for yeah 3%. that's that's it reasonable goals reasonable yes. goals yeah sounds good sweet awesome Alrighty. all right talk Peace. to you soon see ya That's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. That was episode three, where we had a conversation with Aiden Tranter from Guard My Lease, one of the co-founders, along with his business partner, Zane, which we hope to get on the podcast sometime soon. Um, Massive thanks to Aiden for taking the time to have have a fun conversation with us. As you probably heard, he's a very insightful man, and we will do our best to reference... Um, well, I guess put all the links of all his res- resources resources uh, in the podcast notes. So we will go ahead and do that. Uh, check it out. Make sure you read some of the some of the articles and the website that he he talked about. And most of all, make sure you go check out Guard My Lease on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on 
just the website, the World Wide Web. Uh, yeah, and maybe even download his app. It would be wild. Uh, he would be incredibly thankful. As you know, he's a bit of a hustle, so I will, I will hustle again on behalf of him. Uh, it would probably make his week, if not maybe his month. Uh, and any chance you get to make someone's month, I suggest you do that. Uh, yeah, and maybe even share it on Facebook, which would be incredible. So, yeah, check it out. See if you can apply it to your life. Obviously, a lot of us are renting. Uh, if you own your house, congratulations to you. That is a very incredible achievement, but not everyone's there. So, yeah, uh, definitely do it. Uh, and stay tuned for episode four. We have some exciting things coming up, uh, bringing you more conversations from an incredible range of people so definitely stay tuned alrighty see ya